Before we get going this week, I thought I'd just remind you that I'm a certified business strategist who's been in property for over 25 years. I know my clients shortcut their success by being laser focused through strategy and mentoring, as no one business model fits us all because funding, geography, skill set, it all plays a part in deciding what works for you. Getting it wrong can definitely damage your wealth. If you're serious about property, then your first step is a call with me. Nothing more difficult than following the link in the show notes to book it. This is the Property Solopreneur podcast and I'm Rachel Troughton. I'll be talking about everything you need to create wealth by building your portfolio in a sustainable and profitable way. I'll be sharing the realities of a property investing business. I'll talk bricks and mortar, buy to let, HMOs, flipping and planning game, as that's what we all enjoy doing. But I'll also share how to use good systems, processes, and find the right professionals to work with. In fact, everything that will enable you to become a successful property solopreneur. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode. And I'm talking all about to-do lists this week. Is your to-do list becoming a millstone? round your neck or is it in danger of looking like war and peace? I think this is something that we all need to tackle regularly and particularly since we're entering the last part of the year and part of our brain is thinking about next year and next year's targets etc. It's all very well creating a business plan and creating financial targets but everything you do towards hitting those targets is going to end up on your to-do list and we don't want to drown. That makes us all just stop dead in our tracks and we don't get anything done. So the common complaint I often hear coming across from my clients is that their to-do list is heading off somewhere towards the horizon. It never gets any smaller, no matter how hard they work. It It's quite depressing almost in that you can be happily working your way through your list, get to the end, and tomorrow it's no smaller. And in fact, some things come back on the list very regularly. Now, why does this happen? Well, I think we all have to understand that we need to have a prompt to some description because that's what makes us do the things that make a difference. And we do often have a priority list. We do. Most people I speak to can tell me straight away their top three things to do, but what outside world gets in the way and they react to them. And before they know what's happened, the to-do list for the day is unloved and all those actions have got to join tomorrow's to-dos as well. Now, business mentors and coaches are very quick to talk about the 80-20 rule where, and I'm completely on board with this, where 80% of your income comes from 20% of your activity. Well, that's great. But the problem with an out of control to-do list is that that 20% may disappear because you're so busy filling in the rest of your time with things that you don't really ever get done. And that's why we've really, as business owners, got to just get the to-do list firmly under control. So it's like being on a hamster wheel in property, isn't it? We can't take our foot off the gas because otherwise, three months down the line, the work's going to dry up. Either we haven't got the funding or we haven't got the property to work with. And that, of course, is even before you start thinking about the time you've got to take off to go and do courses to upgrade your skills 
all the everyday stuff that as a business owner, you've just got to do, you know, all the stuff that you've got to keep doing to make your systems work, your tech and legal stuff ticking over, the accounts going in. Oh, there's so much, isn't there? And I do understand the problem enormously. And the mantra that we often hear from people trying to be helpful is, oh, if you've got this problem, the first thing you need to do is just tackle the money generating task. That is not blindingly clear to those of us in property, particularly if we're new to all of this or we feel we're drowning because just about everything we do in property has a money generating goal in it somewhere. So I think if you're going to tackle the tyranny of the to-do list, you need to realise that The only way you're going to deal with this is to take a day off, stop working completely, half a day then, perhaps if you feel you're clinging onto your business by your fingertips, but the longer you give this, the better it'll be for a day and it'll clear your mind as well. But you've got to literally have a tussle with your list and wrestle it into the right place so that it works for you. Now, so that means that unless you've got a date in court with someone that is absolutely essential There is nothing that can be more important than getting this back into position and getting your business back on an even keel. So we need to prioritise, we need to think, we need to adjust, and we need to make a batting order of all those things we need to do. And then our lives will improve beyond measure. Honestly, they will do. So turn off all those distractions and the outside influences, pick up your highlighter pens, and then look down your list and highlight the top three things that you need to do to make sure you can work. That does sound a little odd, doesn't it? But honestly, I think you need to prioritise when you're in a muddle, all those offstage activities that have to happen. And by offstage, what does that mean? Well, I think they're quite easy to, to spot. They're all the tasks that require our input, but we're not actually facilitating. So all the stuff that others can do on our behalf and make us money, which is the name of the game. And this in reality looks like mortgage paperwork, calls or emails, you know, stuff from the legal bodies, stuff from your accountants, the bigger stuff that is done off stage who need a professional to finish the job. We all know how to do it, but we can't do it because we haven't got the letters and the numbers after our names. Have you, for instance, got a couple of investors, known investors? I'm not talking about those ones that you've just met last week at networking. No, these are the ones who you've been nurturing and all you've got to do is get them in the bag. And with their money, my word, such a difference will be made to your business. So those are the 20% tasks that need to be done so that somebody else can go off stage and just run with them and everything happens. You don't have to think about it again, except check in and answer another question now and again. But it keeps the whole property wheel going. Now, if you've done that, I think you can relax slightly because they are going to do everything you need them to do without you prodding them. Of course, we all do prod them. That's part of our game, isn't it? But they're going to work on your behalf. And then, of course, you have got the rest of the time to do the stuff that you find absorbing, fun, exciting, and gives you the get up and go to make sure that this property thing works for you. So your next thing is to prioritise the work that you need to be doing. And the first step in making sure you're controlling your company is to ensure that you've got an activity list for the start of day and an activity list for the end of the day. Now, they need to be printed out probably so that you can see it and tick it off and that you don't get tempted to stray into rabbit holes. And then you've got to make sure you do it. 
And these things are probably very small, tiny activities, you know, making sure you've printed out everything for the day or you've answered any emails. And these are things that bob up and down onto your to-do list. But actually, they shouldn't be bobbing up and down on your to-do list because that's all just part of getting your day going or putting it to bed. And if you do that, nothing will grow large in your inbox that requires you to spend time on it you know, a bottleneck or a log jam, doesn't matter what you call it, but that's what happens when you let things fester quietly and not do anything with them. But if you're making sure that none of this is happening in your inbox in the morning and you've closed off everything at night, well, there are no surprises, are there? And surprises, which you have to worry about, is what blocks you and stops you from actually doing the fun things in property. So now, think about it, you're now with a to-do list that is minus the off-stage work and without the stuff that is part and parcel of starting and finishing the day. So my word, you will find that as the more you practice doing the start and the finish of the day, the faster and faster you get at it. And so the more space you've actually got during a day to do the things that you want to do. So what are your money actions now you've got the time? Well, I think that depends on where you are in the farming calendar because we know We've all got to do the finding, the funding, the refurbing, all those activities that just happen again and again and again. But actually, on any given day, we don't need to be doing all these things simultaneously. We tend to think we should do because we're solopreneurs and we're doing everything. But no, we're not. We're not like the big empire gurus whose courses we've all done, liked, and we love hearing them because speak because they're so inspiring. But, you know, they're doing huge multiples. They may be doing 40 properties this month. And you're doing what, two, three at the most? You know, you've got all the other activities behind the scenes, but you're not having to focus in the depth that they are. So it is note, actually a little note here to self that if you've got just too many properties or, or actions on the go, you've got to delegate more. And that's for another episode. But, you know, it is it is within our own control how we actually deal with this. Now, I know that some of you are now saying, oh, Rachel, start of day activity and end of day activity. That's so not me because you see, I'm a spontaneous person. I like to go with the flow. I like to get up and find out how things are happening and all the rest of it. Well, that's fine. But you need to be prepared to drown regularly. If that's what you want to do, that's fine. But I suspect you won't then be able to hit quite as many targets to the degree that you want to do and feel frustrated because I know spontaneity and all those tiny repetitive tasks they're not natural bedfellows, are they? But if you are prepared to do this business repetitive task stuff in the same way that you clean your teeth, i.e. it's just got to be done and you don't think about it, then actually you've created a huge amount of the day which is free so you can be as spontaneous as you like. Right, so you've got your to-do list now under control. Let's ensure that the tasks you've put on there are actually actionable. I think you should not be putting on your to-do list, find the next property. That's a given, isn't it? If you are in property, you are always on the lookout for something exciting to do with, aren't you? Finding a property, it's actually a whole series of events. So I knew, for instance, that my agents only wanted me to ring on Tuesdays. I could go into the office on Wednesdays and Thursdays because otherwise Mondays they were all tied up with meetings internally. Fridays they were doing exchanges and completions. So I should only be having talked to my agents, not find a property, but talk to my agents on those days when they wanted to talk to me. And of course, again, this is not an enormous task. This is a very short, sharp conversation because 
To be quite frank, they weren't giving me properties to look at in advance or helping me find things because they thought I was wonderful when I went into the office or I was great conversations on the telephone. No, it was because I could create a sale to happen quickly because I had the cash and I had the systems to put through quickly and fast. The same with direct to vendors. The vendors themselves, they responded to my adverts in the newspapers, but they spoke to my VA. But if I wanted to follow up, then I had slots in my diary and I knew when they were going to be. Because I think if you're going to be successful in property, you need to be able to respond to agents and investors and opportunities, frankly, that come your way. And the only way you can do that is to have space that is not blocked off in your diary. And that's only achievable if you've managed to make sure that all your key tasks are being done at least once, if not twice a day. Now, at my busiest, when I was working both for myself and I was sourcing, I was working two and a half hours from home and I had to keep my office set up lean and movable. That's Santo Grand, doesn't it? What it meant was a laptop and a cardboard box in the boot of my car. It also meant that I was had travelling time. So Mondays and Fridays, you know, had four hours a day when I couldn't do things. So I used to get very tired. So I had always a space to think when I got to wherever I was going. But, you know, it gave me the discipline of having constricted hours of work. So I couldn't let my to-do list get out of hand. I would have drowned. And that was, well, that wasn't thinkable, was it? So I know it works. I know that I missed nothing. I didn't have a great drama. Dramas happened because somebody hadn't done something, but not because I hadn't done something. The stuff I always thought that is unattended grows into big time sucking a problem. And I like to keep them under control. Again, it is all about just going, you know, that awful phrase, isn't it? Eat that frog. Well, it is an awful phrase, but it really is a good one. I just made sure I didn't have frogs cluttering up my inbox and creating me long-term problems that I couldn't sleep over. My to-do list, for instance, is, and well, it still is, an A4 book. And every night as part of my end of day routine, I write on the right-hand page of a double-page spread all the things that I need to do. And then I action them, you know, number them. And, and of course, I don't I'm one of those people, I just sort of splurge my thoughts onto the paper. So I've got to sit and read it and put you know, numbers because they'll be all over the place. Now, this numbering would only change if something drastic happened overnight. Mm, not often. It, you know, I'd wake up most days and find that my batting order was exactly as I'd left it. Now, the left-hand side of the book, I'd left blank. That was there for my doodlings and it meant that I could capture everything that I was told, found out or needed to follow up there in the book, not on a slip of paper that then could join other bits of paper on the desk or disappear and, again, cause me aggravations and stop me from being able to process all this information. And I also found that, unlike many people, I couldn't do this on a computer because I found I could just avoid the whole subject completely by not opening up the computer or not having my computer charged or not having an internet link. Oh, there's any number of reasons why I couldn't see my to-do list. No? old-fashioned pencil and paper, there in black and white, not going to get away with that very easily. And if I didn't open my book, I was proving to myself that actually I didn't want to work today. Simple as that. Now, it may be that you do want some help with this. So if you want to have some help on your property business, then why not DM me or send me a message via my email at rachel at racheltroughton.com. And don't forget, to, I spell my name A-E-L. And let's get a free Zoom call in the diary to see how we can work together. Because all of us struggle to ensure that our to-do list doesn't grow with the size of our goals. But actually, the ability to deal with it is in our grasp if you have systems in place. So your to-do list got to be under control 
and supporting your work, not being your work, but supporting your work. If you need to stand back and spend a day now and again getting it to where you need to be, do so. Trust me. Um, the thing about to-do lists is you get very good at them and then suddenly this, you start to find that you're rewriting War and Peace again. So what you'll probably realise is your business has changed slightly. So take one of those days off and start the whole process all over again. You know, step away from the weeds. If you're, you know, finding your to-do list is too big, you're in the weeds. You need to get back up onto the treetops, the CEO of your company. And that's where the magic starts. So make a list and then put into place the simple steps of working through your startup routine, servicing your professionals with your feedback. Then, oh, have fun with your whole property activities for the day, moving your business forward. And then finish up with your end of day routine. So your to-do list it's now under control and it should be enjoyable and a guide to your activities and be no longer a milestone under your neck. So you can now fill up your day with all those things that you want to do, which will ensure that all your long-term wealth creating property goals are met and you do what you've always wanted to do. Thank you for listening to the Property Solopreneur podcast with Rachel Troughton. If you want to create a professional and profitable property business, download my property business checklist now at racheltrouton.com slash checklist. If you found my stories inspiring and my content useful, then come find out more about my mentoring and strategy sessions by going to www.rachelfrouton.com and book a discovery call with me. The banner link is on every page. Come and create and grow your own property business. That's the shortcut to success.